Good day. Our topic today is dealing with financial crisis. I am Reverend Victor, Rev V for short, and I'm grateful that you tuned in today. Thank you. Financial crisis is a big issue in many homes, and uh, we are not just uh, uh, talking about money not being enough for day-to-day running. We are talking about family about to go homeless, kids about to be driven from school, or no money when health issues arise. You know, many families have been thrown into financial crisis when either or both spouse suddenly lose their major source of income. So, loss of income can happen by means of a sack, a retirement, a failed business. You see, in some countries of the world, losing a job is not as devastating as the case is in Nigeria and some other parts of the developing world, you know, because in most of those countries, you can almost easily get another job within weeks or months. In such countries, when a business fails, the owner can just simply file for bankruptcy and the government assumes some form of responsibility to help shield the owner from the effect of such a loss of income. Here in Nigeria and many other places, we have seen people who, you know, especially in the banking sector, they lose their jobs and they are unable to find something comparable for years. You know, business owners and entrepreneurs are not exempted by any means. Sometimes business will be great, other times fair and sometimes completely bad. You know, this can put a great deal of stress and chaos in many families. Look at what happened now as a result of COVID-19. It just proves what I'm talking about. Some families really, really went through uh, a crisis, loss of a major income. It will affect any family, no matter how wealthy. However, there are ways we can shield ourselves so that the effects will be less. So how do you insulate your family? from the loss of a major income. Number one, you know, while you are still working now, try to diversify your assets, you know. Some assets can be easily turned into cash during emergency, while some will have to wait for weeks or months before they can be turned to cash. For example, you might be able to turn your gold, your gold into cash in a day, whereas a piece of land may take you one year to sell. You know, even when you eventually sell it, the price is, is terrible. Or you may be able to turn your money market investment into cash in a day compared to your shares, you know, which may take some days. So it is good to have a fine mix in case of an emergency so that when something happens, you can easily, you know, get access to cash to sort out some pressing family issues. Uh, second thing we want to do, you may need to double or triple the family sources of income. You know, there's no harm in doing a little side hustle. There's no harm in setting up a business that your wife or your husband can manage while you are working you know very important you know number three consider having some very essential services in your business line you know other services are great but also consider some essential services see no matter what happens people will need data for internet and calls no matter what happens people will need food to eat you know and there are a lot of uh, the, the food chain there are a lot of business surrounding the food chain you know poultry pigry fishery dealing off with eggs and what have you lots and lots of things so people will always look for food to eat even clothes people will make clothes you know some will change theirs um, weekly some monthly some quarterly but people always need clothes you know number four have a budget plan a budget to run your home with 50 percent of what you are earning right now so that you can have adequate savings so that you can now invest you know this it prepares you for retirement or it prepares you for a sudden loss of, of, of job number five if you are a worker please Put your children in schools you can pay with one month's salary. 
I know this is, is, is a hard saying. There's no gain in trying to, to meet up with the Joneses. Cut your coat according to your cloth. It's no longer according to your size. Cut your coat according to your cloth. There's no point trying to form. Number six, walk towards gathering a backup money that can run your family for at least six months. Very, very important. When we do some or all of the above, it will make us better prepared for any eventualities. Somebody will say, Pastor, my salary is not even enough to run my home for one month. What are you talking about? See, your salary may be small, but whether it is 20K, whether it is 10K, whether it is 5K, whether it is 1K, the same principles apply. You can still spend only 50% and keep the rest. You can still put your kids in school that your one month salary can pay or you can even put them in free schools. The problem you have is that you are supposed to be staying in one room apartment but you went to borrow money to rent three bedrooms. You are not ripe enough to buy a generator but you went to buy one and now you spend money every day to fuel it and you are complaining. You know, you can choose to close your eyes to societal pressures. You know, walk around you and look. Not everyone has a generator. Not everyone has a car. Not everyone has a DSTV. It's not every kid that attends private schools and it is not everyone that uses private hospitals. I repeat, cut your coat according to your cloth and you will have more peace of mind. So it does not matter what you earn, just cut your coat according to your cloth. Now, if there is a loss of income, we pray it doesn't happen, there's a loss of income. How do we respond when it happens? Number one, it is not the end of the world. Find another job. Start another business. I've seen people who say, no, 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 I cannot do this work now. The money is too small. Uh, look at me now. I used to do this job and my salary used to be this. How can I go and spend my time, waste my time doing this kind of... That is pride speaking. You know, find something else to do. If you don't want to work, please do a business. If the business fails, do another business. Jacob's business went bad in the Bible. His cattle were in danger of dying. There was no water for them to drink. The Bible says Jacob dug a well. His enemies closed the well. He did not stop. He dug another well. They closed it. He did not stop. He dug another well. They closed it. He still did not stop. He continued until they gave up and they allowed him to be. We must be resilient. You know, even if the job does not pay like the former one, just do it for the time being you know so and then number two when we have lost our income when we lost the source of income one spouse you know show empathy solidarity and strong support the loss of a business or a job is not the time to blame your partner i told you if you are listening to me i told you if you are changing your bad character you know this is what some people do to their spouse when they lose their business or their job they often do it as a payback for how badly they felt they were treated in time past this ought not to be so. The loss of a business or job is not the end of the world. It should not destroy your marriage. It should not make us to disrespect our spouse. When one door closes, have faith. You know, have faith. Weather the storms together. Better and effectual doors will open. Trust me on this. You know, better doors will open. And in case better doors are not open, you can still survive by scaling down your expenses very very important you know it's not let's not allow it i know it could be tough every one of us husband wife let's make up our minds that we're in this marriage you know for better or worse you know we're in this marriage when things are good we'll be there when things are not so good we'll be there and we keep trusting god together sometimes what we need the supports 
that's all your partner needs. Just the support to say, babes, I'm with you. I trust you. I believe in you. You are a success. I trust you. I believe in you. You are a success. That's what we should be doing when things are tough. Don't sit down and just say, ha, you need to go and bring this money. If you cannot bring this money today, I will scatter this home. I will pack. If you cannot pay these school fees today, you are a foolish man. You are a this. You are a that. No, that's what unwise people do. That's what the unwise people do. The Bible says the, the, the wise people, they build their own home, but the foolish one destroys it with his own hand. If there are financial difficulties, let's reason together. Let's cooperate together. Understand with your husband. Understand that things are tough. Help together. Let's scale down expenses. We have seen situations where issues are tough, but one spouse is still wasteful. You know, it is frustrating for the other partner. It's my prayer for you that COVID-19 will not destroy your family. It's my prayer for you that your business will bounce back. Your job will bounce back. Your career will bounce back and you'll be a success. This one will not destroy you. Until next week, stay safe. I'm Reverend Victor, Revy for short. And let me just quickly say this one. My book is out. The title is Marriage Aglow. It will be a blessing to you. Once again, I'm the senior pastor, CJMI, Water Resources District Headquarters. You can join me in church at 7 Ubeto Avenue off Izakba Water Resources Road in Worry. I will be glad. I will be glad. Please register on this platform. Give me a feedback. Help me share. Help me spread. I really, really will appreciate it. You can also patronize my wife. She's got a wonderful online shop, uh, pinkandpurple.ng. You know, you'll be able to buy food items, baking items, and lots of uh, good stuff on that particular platform. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. See you next week. Love you.